that you can send a member milestone chat. Like I, I thought, I didn't know how you did that. So apparently I've been a member for five months. So just letting everybody know that even I'm a member. Um, that's why I get to participate in stuff. Nobody's immune to it. Um, man, that thing shot up quick from, you got five likes already, 15 people in the chat. All dubs, the GOAT, Primetime Matt. Was that really your brother in the um in the Duke um postgame primetime? Um the GOAT. That was big. We'll talk about that here in a second. Got Daryl Jackson. Shout out to everybody coming here in the morning with us. Don't know what your Mondays are like, but Mondays after homecoming are tough, man. But um, as you know, what I'm gonna do, I'm not gonna do it today, because I'm gonna go. It's, um, I got I got a busy day. I can't go over there because I know I'm not going to eat right today. Oh yeah, by the way, Miles, I think we're going like around six o'clock. We're going to take killer to um, uh, one of them steak, one of them, them Brazilian steakhouses. Oh yeah, yeah. I don't know the exact time, but something like that. So, um, it's my my baby boy's birthday, so he turns five today. So if y'all get a chance, you know, he does. He can't read, so. He won't he won't see it, but I mean actually I'll show it to him. He'll be kind of cool and happy about that and whatnot. So um yeah, so um he's the he's the Hispanic Spider-Man. He's uh Miles Morales' is, um uh backup. So most people don't know Miles Morales, they just think he's black Spider-Man, but no, he's technically I don't know. I you're more um able to speak on this than I am, Miles. Um are Puerto Ricans, can we really consider Puerto Ricans really Hispanic? Just because they speak Spanish, but I mean, it's American territory. Oh. <laughs> like, most of them really just sound like Mexicans from New York. It like, it's just like, are they really like, it's not, I mean, they got a flag. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. I mean, so do, so do people from Mississippi. They rock their, it's like, are they the Spanish Confederates? <laughs> yeah, we don't need a passport to get there. It's like, oh, I want to go feel Caribbean. I want to go to Spain or be around some Hispanics, but I don't feel like going to the passport office. What should I do? Oh, I could go here, take an hour flight from Miami or wherever, and go spend expensive money on some food that I really can get in New York. I can get anywhere else. It's not even like, you know, they don't even make the best roast con pollo. They don't, like, they don't even do anything the best Spanish. You had the best Spanish rapper. I'll give you that. Big pun was dope. Oh, yeah. But like outside of that, I'm like, you know, if you're Puerto Rican, I'm not trying to offend you. Please continue to listen. But maybe you could chime in. I just need to know from this outsider's perspective. Like, it, it's like Puerto Rico. It's like when you come from New York, like you can hear I'm from the Bronx, yo. Brooklyn. Everybody says Brooklyn real strong. Puerto Ricans are like the Brooklyn's of Hispanic. Of like, like, I'm Puerto Rican. No, bro. Like, you're like just the furthest south territory of the United States. Like, that's what you are, man. Like, like they tell black people to, you know, why can't you just be an American? No, you need to tell the Puerto Ricans that. Like, they're actually, they actually have their own state. Imagine an entire state for black people. Like, like, like we just, like, we don't have that. Like, we're spread around. We were brought over here. Like, you Puerto Ricans, like, that's, anyway, all right. Sorry about that ramp tangent. I was just thinking about it because the first, like the first Hispanic Spider-Man, really, 
we got to give it to um the one who's probably going to be the evil guy in the cartoon. I can't even think of his name right now. The one who created like the Spider-Man Academy or whatever. Um, the one with the cool looking suit, futuristic suit. From Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. Ah, oh, you didn't see the second one. Okay, all right. Well, my bad. I think it's like, and he really, well, Miles, we have Miles Davis. No offense, Miles, but that's not like the most Spanish name. Morales is. I think my man's name is Manuel. Manuel is a Spanish name. Like, that's a good, solid Spanish name. Like, you're not confusing. <laughs> like, when if I saw an Asian guy come in my house and his name was Manuel, I would be fucking confused. When I hear Manuel, I expect a certain type of person to walk through my door. Like, but that guy actually is Spanish. I think he should be. I don't know which one he is, but if he's Puerto Rican, I guess it would just debunk the argument. But we need a real Spanish Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, Luke, like Manny Diaz. Shout out to my guy, Luke. Um, congratulations to um, um, Miami. We'll get into that a little bit here um, in a second. Shout out to everybody who came to the tailgate, the homecoming tailgate. Um, and I guess I got, oh, my bad, I got to pay bills. This is, um, for those who don't know, and you're just randomly walking in, um, it's your boy at Big Game James underscore 36. And this is Big Games BS brought to you by Den Media Group, presented by alphamelljacks.com. Alphamelljacks.com is where I will be going tomorrow, um, getting jump started again on my health and wellness after completely neglecting my health and wellness during homecoming and for my son's birthday as I'm going to go eat copious amounts of um, meat, paws, um, at the Brazilian Steakhouse. Um, and, you know, go there, get your blood checked. A lot of people like, listen, listen, guys, very hormonal, very hormonal. Estrogen levels high, testosterone levels a little too low. Need to go get those things checked. Testosterone replacement therapy or TRT might be right for you. You might not even need it. Your cholesterol levels might be high. You might just have some other different things. We are testing out um, our own type of product line, which is like a Hems or a um, Blue Chew or some things like that. Um, you know, we you know we got those things all in the works. Discreet. Go to alphamelljacks.com. Fill out the, you know, basically the contact thing. Say, hey, you listen to Big Games BS or you were part of Den Media Group. Christina will take care of you. She has to order the scripts for you. Um, you can get your blood panel, um, get your blood work taken everywhere, and they go from there. They have a new, they have a new, oh, yeah, that's the thing, too. I remember I read the, 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 we got food allergy tests. We have, they give you a nutrition plan. They got things like that. I got a guy, um, Big Bobby um, Gonzalez. He's really Spanish, Mexican. Um, and he, uh, he's getting into it. He'll be a grandfather. I believe he said, in May is when the baby's coming and he's trying to get in fighting shape. He was like, he wants to look like Mike Tyson. So, um, yeah. So. There we go. That's what it was. It's Miguel O'Hara. And he's Mexican. I, he's that he's so damn. He can't be the first one because he's Mexican spy. So he's really Spanish, right? So Mexicans are really real Hispanics, but he's Irish. It's like the O'Hara fucks it up, man. Like, if it would have been like um, Miguel Garcia or um, Miguel, I don't even know what a good, Carcion, Carcion or something like that, it would have been like, all right, cool. But like, damn, man, you had to, you had to sprinkle some in there, man. 
It's just like I don't even like um um uh what's my guy's name the 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 boxer right now the spe- the um he's these Mexicans are claiming them that motherfucker look he's Irish he's like part Irish he's red um uh the uh the one who, who Floyd Mayweather whooped his ass the only ass whooping he's taking but Canelo yeah. Oh, yeah I'm like come on dog. They was better. They thought they were better than everybody else, man. Yeah. That's why is Noriega even Puerto Rican? Like Noriega came over and took there. Oh, whatever, man. Now, Eric, I'm Marvel nerd too. I really just couldn't think of it, man. My mind is all over the place right now. But um, anyways, Alpha Mel Jacks, check that out. Um, and. Oh, inside the world's greatest cigar lounge, Goodfellas. I had some guys come over here on Friday nights. Friday nights, we always have the band come out. I believe we had um, uh, Timmy, 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 um, aka That's Pressure, um, came through here on Friday. I had some guys from Bethune Cookman come through here. Um, see, and then Dominican. Yes, yeah, so Noriega, Dominican. See. Puerto Ricans don't even can't just a real Spanish comes in there and just debos your whole South. And he even said he doesn't even like he just did it just because he was bored. And then it did Dominic New York Dominicans, the American Dominicans ain't like Dominican Dominicans. Because if you're a man, I ain't gonna get into that. If you if you're a man living in the DR, bro, like. I am one of the most um, liberal people when it comes to certain aspects of your relationships or your relationships. I just couldn't have my girl, knowing my girl is in a culture where she can go be a whole hoe to pay the bills. Like, it is a, it is a whole, like, you know when she, like, there is no doubt when she leaves your house from Thursday to Sunday that she's getting fucked and you have no idea how many times. You just know she's coming back home with money. And that's just not a way to, I'm sorry, that's just, that. It's, it's a lot of American men that are dealing with this right now, too, but at least it's a little bit more, um, you know, it's not as transparent, like you don't know. Like, there, it's like, yeah, you know. But anyways, getting into um today's show, it was homecoming this past weekend um, at Florida State, and this was the weekend that we did um, the big, um, the big deal for my guy, um, uh, Jack, <laughs> Jack, um, Jack had a blast. Jack went to Jack. And this is what we did on Friday. Friday, we went to football practice. So Florida state has like an up-tempo walkthrough type thing on Fridays. We were there. I'm hanging out. Everybody came to recognize him. He got a chance to talk with coach Norvell. Um, he got a chance to meet all the coaches. His, his favorite player was Jay Jordan Travis. I want to clarify some shit real quick. And if y'all could do this for me a favor, it's like people think Jordan Travis gave this motherfucker these tickets and like made this happen. I'm like, hey man, <laughs> hey, uh, hold the fuck up. I had to correct somebody. I was like, hey, it's kind of like, how do you do this? Like being humble. But I'm like, hey man, JT ain't had shit to do with this besides showing up, being the being the being JT. So JT's a great person, but um, this is gonna be hilarious too, by the way. Man. I don't know. Do you, you didn't get a chance to see it, did you, Miles? Oh, no, I go through the whole week. So we went there, went to practice. We went to um, tour the facilities. Um, he got a chance to meet Jermaine Johnson, 
Um, we got Jared Verse, um, Jordan Travis. Um, a lot of these different people got a chance to kick it with him. Then um, he went and um, we toured the facilities. He got a chance to wear Jordan Travis's uniform and his helmet. Um, a lot of people don't realize a lot of people were bullshit talking about we was going to wear the turquoise um, unis. And I'm like, we just literally had, they gave the blind kid the helmet and the jersey that we're wearing tomorrow. Like, they're not going to lie to the blind. I don't think they would, at least. Like, they're like, these are the jerseys for tomorrow. You rock it. He wore Jay Travis, and you saw Jay Travis had a good game. He also rocked Keon Coleman's jersey. Like, I, I had to force him, like, bro, your last name's Coleman. Like, you know, it's cool to add the Travis shit, but like, <laughs> let's go rock the one with your last name, too. Um, he got some good gear. He got some swag from them. He got, you know, from them. Then, um, we, we got honey fried chicken at the fig. He got a chance to meet one of my teammates, Leon Washington, and a bunch of other different people. Then we took a break. Then we came. We kicked it with the band, the greatest band in the world. Shout out to my guy, Grant. Um, Grant was there. I got to, Grant, I got to give you my number. I need you to text message me the video. So, if you know, like, band, they got, like, you know how they used to have the music, like the little thing where you can hold it, and he plays the trombone. So you can put it, your phone, the music's on their phone now. So while he was playing the war chant, though, he was recording me and um, Jack leading the band in the war chant. So, like, now we don't get the full experience like the other other view got, but, like, Grant put that bitch up there. So you're hearing more trombone in the war chant. And, and no offense to you, Grant, like, the trombone, like, ain't really the greatest, like, Sound like in for that, like the trombone jazz shit. Oh, that's live as fuck. But with the wood chant, like that's like we want to hear the drums and all the other stuff like that. But like, yeah, I think the trumpets have got a little bit more to do that and do in there. But like, but it was from Grant's perspective, so you saw it from the field level. It was kind of cool. Um, we met Leroy Butler, um, Hall of Fame, um, Duval's own um, ex wife. She was in the band, had no clue. Um, she was dope. Um, great. Like she was just like you ever like this is the cool part about how some relationships end. Like most people, like my baby daddy was a player. My dad, she was like proud as fuck to be his ex-wife. Like it was cool. It was mad cool. Like to see see the black woman like that. But anyway, so we had that. That was our Friday. Then we hung out around the sta- in the hotel. Then on Saturday, ESPN followed us around the entire day. So ESPN. He's going to make like a little documentary thing for, I think, during bowl season, some shit like that. Um, we have, we'll have our own um, coming out before that, but Jack will get a lot of reps, a lot of love. But um, uh, he got a chance to hang out with Fowler, Kirk Herbstreet, Holly Rowe. Like he was just hanging out, like just talking. Not even going to lie, in the game day bus, almost got, almost broke down. Like Jit just real calmly is telling people that, yeah, I might die one. And my vision is going to go bad, but, you know, I'm cool. I'm happy-go-lucky. You know, this is good. I'm, I'm happy good things are happening. He's like, you know, it's, I'm, I'm better with it now. Um, and it's still a year. In, he's only a year into it. Um, he found out that in October of last year. So then he got on the field. Um, we were losing when he was sitting in my seats. Almost had to get buckles from people. Like, people, I'm just going to let people know. At Florida State, calling the police doesn't work on all big black guys that you see. You got to know which big black guy is going to work on. They were going to like, I know section 39, row six, I got six fucking tickets. Don't know where they at, but I know I got six fucking tickets. You know how I know? I pay good money for the bitches. 
they weren't trying to come up off the seats. And I said, hey, man, listen, don't know if y'all aware of this. I got six seats. I know that's there. Uh, we got If we got to call somebody, we can call somebody. Now, Vic, I said, this man, he's like, oh, that's the guy from the TV? I'm like, yes. This kid's here, guest of Florida State. He's blind. would like him to get my seats. And so, like, people was acting like they didn't want to move. I'm like, man, either scoot your ass down or get the fuck up, let the blind kid get to where he needs to get to. And so it was, you know, a little... It, Cooler has failed, but I'm just saying, just you can take for like I'm not here descriptors. You all know who it probably what they probably look like. But when it all comes down, I'm at Florida State, I'm not the guy that you can call that on because they all know me and it's not gonna end well for you. So like, but they moved, they got it moving. But we were losing when he was in those seats. So I had to bring him to the sideline. He was on the sideline. We had to use shit. Hey, I'm I'm a superstitious man. Hey, <laughs> like, we had to use the blind kid to get the win, man. But it was an overall good game. He had a great experience. He was there. Um, somebody at, people were asking for his autograph and shit. Um, yeah, you know, at least I thought about it at first. I was just like, oh my bad, because before the game, so Kirk Herbstreit comes up and he's like, so this is me also knowing there's levels to this shit. So I know where I can get at. With me, you can get really good at, but I also know like I don't really want to be like I want to be as seen and not seen at the same time. Kirk Herbstreet comes and says, Man, now nah, come on, y'all with me. Hey, I'm talking about we at the 50 yard line doing warm-ups. I am nervous. I'm cautious. Cause I'm like, man, we are not Kirk. Like I'm almost talking like a slave. Kirk, you gonna Kirk, you gonna get us in trouble. Like, Kirk, we all the way out here, man. Kirk was just, but we was out there. It's a picture of me. Uh, Mike comes over over there, dapping it up with us. I got my camera guy. ESPN camera guys are coming all over there. I mean, we camera deep. I mean, even in the seats, I'm telling the people, like, man, y'all see these fucking cameras? I was like, do y'all want to be an asshole on the fucking cameras? Because that's what I should have said. I said, be an asshole if you want to. You're going to be an asshole on national TV trying to stop the blind kid from getting to his fucking seats. Like, is that what you want? Like, is that how you want to go viral? It cancel culture. That's how you want to go out? So, anyways, he was there. We were on the sideline for the whole second half. We were over there waiting on Holly Rowe to do the interview. And um, she just, but Riley Leonard got hurt, so then that's breaking news for them. Then Johnny Wilson got hurt, so then so she had to go do her shit as a sideline reporter. But I told my G, I said, hey, G, look, we just scored. We went up 10 points. I said, hey, man, if the defense get a stop, I know we're going to win this game. Bitch, we going on the sideline, sideline. I was like, just stay close to me because, you know, things get a little hectic sometimes. Motherfuckers be flying around and running. He can't see like that. So, I mean, he can see, but he can't see like that. It's like five feet. And I, as a bad father as I am, um, when I see the heat coming, I know to get out the way. And so Trey didn't know to get out the way. So Trey got his ass ran over at, um, a couple years ago at spring ball, but now he knows. Keep your head on a swivel, get the fuck out of the way with people running towards you. But I got the fuck out of the way. I was like, I didn't want that to happen to Jack because Jack can't really go nowhere without a God, right? right. So, <clears throat> so we over there. He sees Jermaine Johnson. His special guest was somehow... Uh, apologize. That's his, old, that's his old lady. Um, Some chick who's a reality TV star... I didn't mean like she, she's not, I don't know if she's a whore or not, but she's a, some woman that people who like reality TV, like that that petty reality TV shit, like she's the star of that up in New York. I don't know. 
I she's pretty though. Somebody asked me because when we were taking the video, he was doing the video with Ali Rowe. Um, they had this they panned the camera, and then right behind me was was her. She had the you know the thing that women say, women, y'all gotta stop this. Y'all dress a certain way, y'all know we're gonna look. It's not you're dressing that way to encourage the carnal nature of men. She had them jean shorts that put like not the whole ass out because she ain't got enough ass to have the whole ass, but just enough ass. Yeah. And they were like, Man, I know you seen that nice ass. And I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. I wouldn't have normally seen the ass if it wasn't presented to me. And I'm like, okay, I can see how some of my fan base and people like them kind of asses. I need my asses to be a little bit larger than that. From, um, but, hey, I, I know that there's those of you guys who like it. So it's all cool. But I'm also getting older. Sometimes, you know, with great ass comes with great responsibility. Like, or something like that. Whatever Peter Parker's uncle said. Um, you know, it was just bad. So... Then they come over to us, and this is where you got to pull up the thing, Miles, where, uh, with the Kobe walk-off. They, they pan to us, and it's the pan where they just got the steal. So Holly's still talking about Jack or whatever, and um, I see Jack's whip. They, it comes over to us, and I'm like, yo, Jack, look into the camera. It say Duval. It is some puts this. He's like, when Big Game said, look into the camera. To the blind kid, I was like, "Man, y'all fucking idiots, man." But what's better than that? What's better than that is, um, you know, just go click the quote tweets <laughs> for what. Um, which is funny because I can only get like five thousand to ten thousand people looking at my stuff. My boy post post about my reaction. And I think if, how many interactions does he get? He's got like twenty six thousand views on this shit. But if you push the quote tweets on it, it should be that. Yeah, um, yeah. Just click that. Click the no. That's like the, click the side just where the number. Yeah, my bad. View quotes. The quotes are great. Um, one I was laughing because he's not all the way blind. He's not there yet. But scroll down. There's some good ones. Keep going. Oh, my bad. Oh, they didn't say I grabbed his head and turned it to the camera. I didn't even think about that. He did do the Duval. And this was the part that was chilling because I'm just like. <laughs> just the, the techno. It was just, that's what, when I read it, that's what I was just like, all right, man. But I know post and post is that shit's kind of funny, man. Um, but yeah, so it's all kinds of um shit that came um with that and whatnot. So um all in all, Jack had a great time. Um I'll say this, because this is gonna happen to some of you guys with a it's home October's homecoming season, right? High school, college, everybody has their homecoming. One of the worst, well, actually before we get into that, show that picture of that pilgrim. So um this is Coach Campbell. Um, Coach Campbell is one of the guys who literally is the reason why I'm sitting here in this chair to this day. Without Coach Campbell, it's two coaches that really, like Coach um, Nixon is the one who came and got me off the block, jacked me up in front of all my friends. Coach Nixon left, and then right after he left, Coach Campbell came in. That crazy, wild white man, um, 
definitely real held me in, made sure I was in training. And not just with football shape when I went over to Florida State. He's the guy when I got cut, I stayed with him for a few months um, trying to figure out how I wanted to get with life. And he showed me everything that he knew about the sprint mechanic game. So people who kids got trained well and got faster. Do you know how many? So what happened? You know how many white kids got faster because of this man? Like awesome guy. Um, his his wife was in the uh, was in the band and she came back, and that's what homecoming is about. But here's what I need, and this is my question for the day. And I need the ladies to y'all can explain to me what does this fucking mean? Um, because I think if you feel you're a good woman, you're letting the groupies win when you do shit like this. So I don't view myself as anybody big like that. I'm an, I'm a very approachable person if you come with the right energy. But I had so many girls that I knew from college or barely knew or vaguely knew, or they'll come up and then eventually, like, they'll see me, they'll pull me to the side. Like, I was going to come up, I was going to say something to you, but you had all the people around and I didn't want to look like no groupie. What the fuck does that mean? Like, why? Why Why does that bother? Like, why is your, is it like, what, like, so, so pulling me to the side after I'm like, that doesn't make you look like a groupie anymore? And what? So what? You're going to let the groupies win? You got to get in the game, coach. You got to get in the game. Like, what if you miss, imagine me missing my blessing, being like, you know what? I just, I always tell women, say, like, y'all read all these books and say, act like a lady, think like a man, and all these other bullshit. But y'all, like, imagine a man saying, I was going, I'll let you, but, you know, you had all them guys over there, and I didn't want, you would tell that dude he's a sucker. He's a scary-ass individual. But don't be like that, especially, you know what I wore almost the entire weekend? I wore a hoodie, sweatpants, and Crocs. To events, to walk around the stadium, I was actually happy that I had my FSU tennis shoes in my truck. That's the only time I wore tennis shoes was in the game. I was prepared to wear Crocs to the football game. Because actually now, because since everybody's saying you can't wear Crocs, it's unprofessional, I just like to be wearing them because now because everybody says it's unprofessional. But yeah, just everybody has something to say. Um, but I'm like, don't not let your ego, you should never know what could happen. Could have all had a great time. Could have you could have might somebody might have bought me drinks, and so that could have got you some drinks. But you over here worried about what some people that you ain't gonna see for another ten years might have to say about you, or people that you don't even know. Like that's why I don't be getting like mad about stuff. I don't know most of these people, and they don't know me, and I don't care. The hey dudes fancier crop. That's Connor and that Connor, Connor puts that's some that's some wild shit, ain't it? Like <laughs> a pilgrim <laughs> James got trained by a pilgrim. A pilgrim is a cold man, dog. That pilgrim, uh, yeah. But going into then last before I get into this, America's considered a Christian nation, right? Why do y'all get so mad that Christmas when Christmas stuff comes out? Are you one of those type of people, Miles? Like, I just, like, you can put Easter shit out. If I'm not going to buy it, I'm not going to buy it. Like, people get real mad when they start seeing Christmas um, decorations and things well, they like bought. Mariah Carey before. Now, that's different. 
I don't really because I think Mariah Carey gets worked too hard during Christmas. <laughs> yeah. But like, if they're selling Christmas trees or Christmas decorations, so apparently somebody put. I don't go to Lowe's like that, so can't remember last time I was at Lowe's. But this person was just like, "This is why I hate. I hate you." Like, I got news for you guys. People buying that shit. That's why they put them up. If you <laughs> if you live in a neighborhood, like. It, it's always, I got some black friends that hate it too, but it's always white. I, I, as a guy who lives in a historically white neighborhood with a bunch of Asians and other people, we put up Christmas shit. Like, you put it, like, there's a big-ass box in my garage, multiple boxes of Christmas decorations and inflatables and shit. Right now, we're doing a Halloween. Next week, my whole neighborhood is going to look like a big-ass haunted house. It's kind of cool when you think about it. It's also kind of cool when you drive through your neighborhood and you see all this stuff. But, like, I don't, what I don't understand is it's the only time, like, every day Christians complain about how America is going down the, is going down the train. We need more Jesus, right? Do you realize Christmas is the only time when everybody is literally singing gospel music 24-7? Ironically, most of your favorite songs were written by Jewish people, but we're not going to get into that. The point is, everybody's singing gospel music. And you guys are mad that people are trying to celebrate the birth of your fucking religion early. <laughs> like, is that not lost on anybody else? Like, oh, I hate when they celebrate those goddamn Christians. But I'm just, like, you can still have all of the other stuff, right? You can still celebrate the, um, what's Halloween? Um, all Hallows Eve. You can still celebrate the dead because that's what it is. All of these, all of these things are pagan religions, religious festivals. So like, just, just enjoy them. Them little Debbie Christmas trees do hit up. By the way, I have three. You know, we won't get the real Christmas tree until closer to Thanksgiving, but I definitely have um, my three of my fake trees. They don't come down. And I also don't, also that real Christmas tree has been up like almost a year. It almost made a whole year one time. I don't even remember when it's gone. That's when I noticed, oh. It wasn't there, there yeah. yeah. But like, it's there for a while, like, cause it's really hard. Like, I don't got time to like, put all that time to decorate it and like bring it down now. It's going to stay up there. It costs a lot of money too. Spent $200 on a damn tree. I'm going to get my money's worth on that tree. Uh, we'll talk about that later. Um, let's get into FSU. Let's get into the actual game. Um, if you could click on the Owlblades Junior one first, uh, they'll say like Owl. It's like three, one, like for the FSU. Uh, the third one. Yeah, I want to put this up here because sometimes it's best to just shut the fuck up. You know, don't be arrogant. Um, you know, be cocky. It's part of the game, but sometimes being arrogant comes to bite you in the butt. Al Blades Jr. and his family is famous, Miami royalty. He made this statement June of 2021. Hi, my name's Al Blades Jr., and I have never lost to Florida State. Have a great day. You know what's happened since that time? He's lost to Florida State three times on two different teams. Florida State won 
And uh, Miami fans celebrated that win by saying thank you for getting us um, Manny Diaz fired so that we can get Mario Cristobal. Then he was the DB in the aerial raping of the Miami Hurricanes in um, Seminole Hard Rock Stadium where they lost 45-3. to First play of the game, up top, post pattern, house. They said Jay Trav couldn't throw the ball deep, and boy, did he throw that ball deep. Then he transferred because he said, I got to get out of this toxic environment. Transferred to Duke. Duke was winning. Life was good, right? Now he lost to Florida State at Duke as well. And if you would, Miles, I want you to push the first, go back to the first link now on that. And let's just see how, because, you know, when you make stuff like this, you got to be a confident, badass motherfucker, right? So, you know, when we did the, the Hayden's hard work thing on Keon Coleman, I'm sorry, if you're not an elite wide receiver, you don't get, to, you can't do shit like this to people. This is Keon Coleman, and, and that's the guy who's never, who had up to two years ago, had never lost to Florida State. But this is what happens when you talk shit, but you really ain't about that life and you, and you spook. Watch this. Oh. It was a fake route, too. That's oh, why. No, he pointed at him. Oh, like, He's like, really? Nah, he was like, you thought I had the ball. You, ooh. <laughs> Keon is so cool. One of the biggest trolls. That's when you know, like, again, for the fat, um, Mexican dude with the weird face thing on his, it's not a tattoo. He went back and made another video about everybody's mad at me, you know, because or crying because I said Keon's not elite. I stand on it, even though in his own thing, he said, okay, I'm just joking. I can promise you, nobody's doing that to any, they're not doing that to Reposado. Reposado not crossing people over with an imaginary basketball on a football field. I think he also sold them on a fake fade route. When we were running, like we ran the ball on both of those plays on the, uh, this play and the play I'm talking about. And then he did this. And then the guy was like jumping. He's like, this. we in the end zone, bro. Like, what are you doing? Whose guy is this? He's like, he probably said, man, boy, I'm so glad your dad was actually good because you definitely destroyed the genes. It stopped with you. It was just a wild, wild, wild set of circumstances. Another thing, if you can go down to the next one, homecoming is about returning to your roots. Oh, yeah, about to crush this dude. It's about returning to your roots. Sometimes you got to come back home. Now, I'm not going to clown this young man too much because I actually like the young man. But everybody, you know what? No, I'm not going to. It's not. Remember I told you it's not Dion per se. It's the Colorado fans. So Colorado fans said, we got all the Florida State's going to suck. We got all the best players from Florida State. I'm like, huh? You think we just letting our best guys go? And Darren McClendon was good. He would have been a very big piece of Florida State this year. But he counted other people's money. And this is a cautionary tale. Don't count your friends' money. This is coming from a guy who had most of his high school friends and guys he grew up with all became platinum Grammy Award-winning artists while we were in while, while I was in college struggling. They was out there throwing strippers, talking about, let me buy you a drink and shit. I just wanted to be in a rap video. They didn't even let me be. They didn't even tell me about the goddamn video. Some friends I have. But you don't count your friends' pockets, man. It's not a good. It's not a good thing. But he counted his friends' pockets and he made a decision that was dumb. And um, actually, why, why are you doing this, Miles? 
Um, we can play the video. And that's Derek McClendon. He came back for FSU's homecoming. I need you to look up, type in Eddie King Jr. Um, and um, Eddie King, excuse me, um, five heartbeats. So we can see, because I'm going to show you exactly what happened. Um, like what, what, it's a scene, one of my favorite movies, by the way, too, is the five heartbeats. Gotta go see if you're, um, if, if you're one of my, um, my white friends who, um, are looking like for movies in black culture that you want to like get caught up on. That's one of those. Um, oh Lord, people are out here talking shit. See, it's got the images. Yeah, right there. See that one all the way to the right? Yeah, click on that. Oh, it's got the video of it? Oh, yeah, we need to get that. Just go and play that. All right. Before we get into that. Damn. All right, well, we don't need this. The face is, is, is the same. So the whole scene that I'm going to describe to you before we play um, D-Mac is Eddie Kane goes into Five Heartbeats. He was the leading singer of the Five Heartbeats. He left to go solo. It did not work for him. They put somebody else as the lead singer for the group, and that guy, they took off. It was Flash. Flash was very charismatic. It took off. And then what happened was after one of the concerts, Eddie Kane was in the crowd, and he they, they had to let him in. And Eddie was just like, hey, guys, I've been practicing. And he was like, nice like this. I wish that raindrops would fall. And you saw the pain in his face. Because his friends were successful and he was no longer successful. So watch the video. And D Mac is also a very um, emotional person anyway. So this is D Mac, um, you know, just some video here from Rob DeLoach. Go ahead. So he's over here. He's in the back. This is the victim. Um, the Those guys are coming over there. You see him. He's like, damn, my dog's 7 0. And I'm over here. You're not even gold eligible. You might not win another game in Colorado. Yeah, the boys really got better without him. And he was they they say he was crying and all this other stuff. So now I go show the picture of um of Eddie Kane um Jr. And basically I hate to do it see D Mac, but this is basically D Mac right there in the crowd. Like I even got my old jersey on. Sue me up, coach. Like this is dead serious. So that part right there, that was like the last one of the outfits that they wore. At one of the when he was with them, so he was just like, guys, I got it together, and he had a like a trench coat on. He's like, see, zing. and that that when he just got his TV, he was like, like I'm stunned. This is me. That's why you got to be careful, man. Like you know, we're we're some total of our life is a sum total of decisions that we make. So, um, just so people could um could know, um, but the game was wild, um. A lot of just good stuff just to know. Just some things to note. Um, Brandon Sinone, I'm going to give props. Um, everybody says J-Trav regressed. Um, this is before this past game, so I can add some of those stats. Um, J-Trav, his, um, it says he's, he's a lot less accurate this year. He was 62.8% completion rating through the first six games. You know what he was already through the first six games of this year? A full point higher. Um, he only had nine, he had nine touchdowns and three interceptions up to that point. He had 13 touchdowns and one interception up to this point so far this season. He has regressed in his rushing yards. He had 158. He only has 114 right now, but he did have four rushing touchdowns and he had one rushing touchdown last year. 
His passer rating is a point higher than it was. He's got 20 more yards. And then when you add this game where he had 250 yards passing and another um, and two touchdowns, one interception, and he had um he had 65 yards rushing and a touchdown. J. Trav literally is more dominant. So again, high estrogen counts, low testosterone in men, guys. The number, like, and these are people who are willing to argue this stuff, but the facts don't back your argument. We just have high expectations for him because we feel like he, he should be like we want him to be better, but it's like, dog, we're seven and zero. Oh. At that point, last year through the first six games or through the first seven games, you know what we were? We were four and three. So you would trade. I mean, and it's not so much that you could say he can do better because mistakes are made. But the stats are saying he's playing at an elite level. Just vibe. I don't know what's wrong with some. I, I think some people want to lose so bad just to be right. That's loser talk. Again, I'm just going to take this moment because as we consistently say, this show and my family are unapologetic Adam Fuller stands. There will be no Adam Fuller slander on our show. Florida State opponents, um, uh, points scored in the second half this year. LSU 7, Southern, Southern Mississippi 10, Boston College 19, Clemson 7, Virginia Tech 7 on a kickoff return, Syracuse 0, Duke 0. Maybe the Boston College game was the outlier. And hell, Southern Miss and LSU were in trash time when the game was out of hand. It's literally, we'll say on the defense, there's been 26 points scored when it matters on the defense this season. And everybody has something to say about Adam Fuller. Like, Adam Fuller's that guy. The stats and the numbers do not back the what, what people are saying in the in, in trashing one of the better defensive coordinators. Even in this game, people say Florida State struggled. But let's just look at what the numbers would do. The game was 38-20. to 20. Florida State won. Good teams win games. Great teams cover the spread. Uh, I think Jesus of Nazareth said that um, in Genesis. That was the first red letters. Like you go back, look at your Bible. Jesus' first introduction was talking about gambling in the book of Genesis. Duke's most points scored this season? Florida State. 38 points allowed. Duke's least amount of points that they've scored this season were the 20 points in which they scored against Florida State. Duke's lowest yardage output, 273 yards. Second most yards allowed this season, 420 by Florida State. People are saying Florida State's offense didn't look good, but they went over 420 yards. Like, the only people who don't think Florida State is good right now are haters and people who want to be right. The human will and desire to have to be right, even at even at odds with things saying that you're just absolutely fucking wrong are crazy. I I don't blame you. I blame one of my favorite presidents, George W. Bush. That no child left behind, some of y'all should have been left behind. Like you've been arguing with your teachers that no, one plus one is three, ma'am. It's, it's three because I like it to be three. And they just had to pass your stupid ass. And now you think that's how the world works. It's not how the world works. We got to 
Angelo said, Fuller's D has been penetrating. That's what I'm talking about. We're going to get the world saying pause-worthy moments when it comes to, you got to have that Fuller D. Fuller D, you get that from Alpha Male Jacks, or you can get that from watching Florida State on Saturdays. Everybody's talking about that. Jitsi VT paint. Yeah, I know, I know Fahim. My bad, I was going back. Um, Raymond, we're gonna get into some of that stuff too. Remember, we got the breakdown today at one o'clock. Um, and yes, there were some um oversight, there were some guys offside. A lot of calls could have been made. Um, that was wild. Um Florida State hasn't played anybody is another narrative. You know who has the most wins over top 25 schools? It's a tie, Florida State and Alabama. Only only one of us are undefeated, though. RG3 brings up a really good point. A head coach once told me that he never asked his players to trust them. He said that trust is earned. So he earns their trust with action. I felt that. As soon as he tweeted that, I already knew he was talking about um, Mike Norvell. If you would have listened to me when Mike Norvell first came out, that was one of the things that he said. David Hale joint, ACC power rankings, number one, FSU. You know what he has two through six? Fuck it. (laughs) You put whoever you want two through six. He says Boston College is clear cut number seven. You know who the rest of them are? Don't give a fuck. You just put whoever you want to put there. Oh, word. What we got here? Let's see what we got here. Shout out to Marcus Lee. Love the content and the theme music. Do you feel that we are disrespected? We are crucified for winning close games. Other top five teams get no um, critiques. Um, It's a good question. Disrespect. I think it's not disrespect. Disres- jealousy can be um, painted as disrespect. But I think it's more jealousy. And the reason why is because nobody expected Florida State to, to come back. Because Florida State had never left. You feel me? So for 40 years, for most of the people who are in this chat, for most of your life, you remember Florida State being in a bowl game, having great recruiting classes, Bobby Bowden was the pillar of consistency. Then Jimbo came in, and Jimbo consistently kept it up, kept it a beat until it's to the end. We've only had a rough go for five years. And even in those five years, three of them we made a bowl game. When you talk about Ohio State, they've missed bowl games. Michigan, they know what it's like to not win national championships or bowl games. Most of the people who are in there have had times when they their bad times would be good times. Excuse me, excuse me, their bad times, um, our bad times would be good times in their world. So what happened was when we came down for the first time, people were like, oh, see, they were in the blue blood. See, we had to force our way to be blue bloods. Miami did too. And that's why I respect Miami. But like Miami had a time when they went down and then they came back up for a second and then they never been back again. Been trying to fight for that old thing for some time. We'll talk about Miami in a second though. So what happens is, is jealousy. But I heard this, I have this quote. Are any, 
is anybody jealous of people who are worse than them? Like, let's be honest with you. Like, envy is typically not just a, it's a DJ that's probably about to go to jail in New York, but it's also a thing where you're seeing somebody in a position that you either feel you need to be in or that you can't get in. And that's really what it comes down to. And we have to keep the SEC narrative. And if the SEC is in that Fox, has to keep the Big Ten narrative. But here's this school that's not really a care for any of them that, that, that flies in the face of everything that you're saying and is making you not right. So you have to, you have to keep pushing them down because you're jealous. But the cool thing about it is, and I said this one, I'll keep saying this as long as we're winning. One of the things I learned, my father's not a good man. He's actually not a great man. I don't know what to say. My father, but my father's my father. I've learned to accept that. Um, I love him for who he is. Every man is flawed. But he has this thing where he's always told me, everybody got to be a villain in somebody's story. You might be the hero in one story. You might be the villain in another one. I had to get into politics, but I've got friends who are Israel, um, Israelis, and I got friends who are Palestinians. That's to hear both sides consistently, that's some wild shit. What we need to do though is we can't control how somebody paints us. But what we can't control is to give them a really good fucking reason. So all I would say is embrace being a villain. Fuck it, we winning. I love being a villain. Ain't nothing better in this world than being the bad guy. Not enough of you guys have been the bad guy before. I get it. It's a weird, it's an uncomfortable place. Don't be bad guys like LeBron was down in Miami, though. Be a good bad guy. Yeah, you got that 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 um that stuff with real estate. Like it's a oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he's had some stuff that he's put out there. It's, like, it's crazy because it's really not, like, you can tell he didn't really kind of know, but it was his greed that got him in the situation. But just, but seriously, though, like, don't worry about people. People, like, people say, do you know how much shit I see said about me on a day-to-day basis? Like, they probably got a point. I, probably, one thing I always tell people is, like, I don't know. I don't know that person. Like, ask how they, why are they mad at me? They may have a legitimate reason to be mad at me. And one of the things I do, and my mom says I've been like this since forever, is if I find out why you're mad at me, oh, I'm going to amplify it. I'm going to make you really mad at me. You're going to really hate me then. And um, we'll go check this out right here. Um, let's look at these things. One thing I'll give Duke props on, Duke found some very creative ways to hold. Um, this video right here put up by Brandon Snowcone um, shows five plays, 108 of their rushing yards came in these five plays. The first one, all right. I'm going to tell you guys, this is why you can't listen to everybody. Um, play the first video. The first video, everybody who was who saw this, we all saw this. He's good at coverage. He's just not doing the best job in run support. And the first touchdown on the first drive was scored right here. Somebody comes up there and puts that they're in cover. They're in cover seven. 
I don't know what the fuck cover seven is. I'm not even going to hold you. It's something that Nick Saban has invented, which is cool. It's a newer thing. But most of us ain't just keeping cover seven in our fucking back pocket. And a guy comes up there that said that knows football says they like my boy CJ puts there in man coverage. And he says, no, they were in cover seven. I'm like, I ain't never heard of cover seven at Florida State. And I'm pretty sure I've been around a lot of fucking practices. But the cool thing about me is I can just go ask people. I said, hey, do y'all run cover seven? I said, no, sir, I don't know what that is. We run man coverage. <laughs> See, like, you see how easy that is? Like, again, I just ask the questions and people give them to me, but y'all go, you know, that's why I be saying y'all be supporting everybody else, but but the real. But the real will the real will always prevail. But play this video real quick, Miles. So right now, you got him. Right, right now, he's there, and these are some good holes. This hole um, um, came, showed the first touchdown. So, boom, right there, nephew scraping. He, he does a good job, seven. You see 77 is holding for dear life. 23 just took a bad angle. That's why that went to a touchdown. Boom, right here. So that's You can't tackle a guy. That's another hold. That's two right there on that play. That's a hold. That's a hold. Can't do those things. There's that. Did you see him grab him? Like, that's supposed to be illegal. You can't do that. You can't just tackle them. Right, so we went back to the to the top. So just, just some cool things that we'll, we'll go back and we'll look at those a little bit later. But um, I think, again, let's just, speaking of low testosterone, high estrogen, these are two very petite males. I think petite males have a um, thing against Florida State um, in general. Um, and I'm going to show you two two um, very petite males. Eric, you, Bane is perfect for this. I'm going to go find that. I, I, Miles, we got to get me a picture or something. Uh, maybe I can, oh, I got a cool badass one with me in the blue shirt. I'm going to send it to you. And if we can get like a that Bane thing, just tell, embrace being the villains. And then uh, Eric put, you merely adopted the dog. I was born in it. <laughs> and so the, I can't. Like, we have these arguments about who's the best Dark Knight villain. And I think y'all only like Heath Ledger because he died. We have this thing of making people bigger when they die. I know y'all going to love me when I'm dead. When I'm dead, people are going to love me way more than they loved me when I was alive. But like Heath Ledger role was good. But Bane was acting his ass off, man. I just love him. Like, he's just, you know, he was just doing a good thing, man. It just felt more real, man. But anyways, um, play the, um, the 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 little sassy ass, the, the sassy ass, suffering sucker's ass. I just, I'm tired of y'all sh showing me. Like, I wish he would take a long walk off of a short pier. Like, just, ugh. But again, he's a petite male. And he's sassy. He's always got something to say. Can't talk about Oklahoma barely beating UCF, like just which is his favorite team is Oklahoma. But he always has to thank for that fat, fat, fat tongue fuck. Riley Leonard though was out there on one leg, 
and was beating Florida State. Okay? Them, they scored one touchdown. They were running the football effectively on that defense. He was making plays for them. He is the talisman. Him going out changes the complexion of a game that Tallahassee, well, I should say Florida State in Tallahassee should never have been behind. You should have never been behind. You end up scoring 38 points. But again, it's like that LSU game. You're not convincing me in the way that you're winning these football games. It's more like the other team lost it rather than you won it. Dude, anybody just was out there on one leg. That's it. Like, I mean, and was beating Florida State. It's repeated. They were running the football. It's like you can tell he didn't watch one clip of that game. And you know another petite male who holds the same sentence? And I haven't seen these two people in the same room. The only reason I don't... He might be wearing a wig, but but I also think Plaz looks like somebody else. Plaz looks like Kirk Franklin. Has anybody seen Plaz? Plaz and Kirk Franklin probably should make, make a dope-ass song. Like, we got to see both of them in the same room, though, because I don't know if um, they're the same... They, they got to be the same person. But um, Plaz makes this comment. Because for whatever reason, Plaz, Mike Norvell did not get Willie Tagger fired. Willie got Willie fired. And it's unfortunate. I think Willie got, like, Willie got done in a manner which is not normal in college football. You got to give people time. But that shit, that ship has sailed. He has been fired from FAU. Willie is living his best life in Baltimore, eating lobster rolls. You got to let that shit go, Plaz. Question. Was FSU really 18 points better than, than Duke last night? Or did things just fall apart after Riley Leonard got injured with six minutes and 56 seconds left in the third quarter? Duke was up 20 to 17 when Leonard went out. FSU put up 21 points in the fourth quarter in Leonard's absence. Leonard don't get hurt. Is there a different outcome? He answered his own question. He said Florida State put up 21 points in the fourth quarter. Riley Leonard plays quarterback, not cornerback. That Riley Leonard didn't do anything. Like, let's just put it in perspective. We saw the whole, that was the first drive, Miles. Duke scored their only offensive touchdown on the first drive of, of, a, of a, was it 15? Of a 60-minute football, con- football contest. Riley Leonard was in there for two and a half quarters. Riley Leonard was seven for 16 for 65 yards past when he went out. What the fuck do they think Riley was going to do that he didn't do? Was he going to magically just do something better? Like, y'all acted like this man was like a Heisman Trophy candidate out there. Like, it just, the, the rationale between people makes absolutely no sense. This is why I'm starting to believe, I'm, I'm hating people. But you know what? Some of y'all just need Jesus in your life. And this is what we're going to do, man. Sometimes it was beautiful this happened right here, and this is when I knew all things were working for us. And, um, you know, we got a special hymn, um, Do Spam. You know, if everybody remember about a year ago, he got cussed out by Mike Norvell. And I had friends saying, hey, Mike was too different to pass five pussies. If a coach ain't cussing you out, he don't care. And you don't want a coach not talking to you. But if you go put this hymn up there, Miles, this was such a beautiful, it's, a, it's one, it's a beautiful song. Um, for those who didn't go to church yesterday, uh, this this counts. Um, and it's just a one when you see a, a kickoff return, it's always beautiful. It's very difficult to get these, but um, but yeah. And I'm probably not going to be monetized on this video anyway. So 
Might as well just go ahead and, and have fun. All around You guys have no. The only person who needs to have a who came from the other side of the field, by the way. But I saw we had two guys running out. Don't let me know. There's no such thing as barely beating a team by three scores. I don't care what, when it was scored, don't care any of that stuff. You don't barely beat a team by three scores. Yeah, man. I was mad. Trey had a good game, though, from what he told yeah. me. No, no, he was out there. He um, was pushing in at the defensive end. He got the couple of good. Yeah, he said he had two sacks, three tackles for loss, and four yeah. tackles. He was mad that they lost. But shout out to Miami for beating Clemson. Uh, I'm just not a hater, man. I just want to, like, I didn't think you were going to beat Clemson, and you beat them. So 28 20, double overtime. I just think some of this shit is over the top. Like, oh, we beat we beat Clemson by more points than Florida State. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, we beat them in one overtime. I mean, it doesn't fucking matter. You lost to Georgia Tech. They lost to Boston College. <laughs> they lost to Boston College after you talked so much shit about us Ooh. barely beating Boston College. Um, nah, I didn't see it. So I did see this though. Like, shout out to Florida High Zone, Tallahassee stand up, Amari Gaynor. Not Amari Gaynor. Amari Harvey, who um who got an intercept, he got the interception in the end zone uh, from Georgia Tech. That I thought if Castellanos or whatever would have thrown the ball a little bit more to the inside, wouldn't have happened. Um, I wanted to be like, because I wanted I wanted Georgia. I, I I can't want Georgia Tech to lose because I'm friends with um I'm friends with his um uh, with his mom, Diamond. So I'm like, I'm rooting for the kid, but at the same time, we didn't play Georgia Tech, so I need Boston College to win games. That helps our schedule, strengthen the schedule. So, you know, you know, now that we're done, like I said, I don't really have no beef with them. I just don't like being the fucking red bandana game. Like, just stop making us the fucking red bandana game and make Miami the red bandana game or some shit. But, you know, anyways, Miami won. Um, they had Emory Williams play while Miles was looking up. This Boston College shave. You can go to, I got the throw that your boy did if you go all the way up on the, um like, like right before FSU talk. Before. But um, Emory Williams, a lot of, lot of completions, not a lot of yards. The dyke didn't play um, or he got hurt or some shit like that. So um, I have no idea. But I will say Miami's defense did pretty good. Um, You know, props. I can... One thing I'm not going to, one thing Carmen Coleman never raised was a hater. So, um, you know, I ain't really got nothing negative to say. We already been going longer um, than necessary. I also think Miami got robbed on a safety um, from um, from Clemson too. So, but you can go ahead and push. Um, oh, I did. I do remember that one. <sighs> 
Yeah, yeah. That was like in, in the first half, right? Yeah. I remember watching that. I didn't know. I was like, what the fuck is Haynes King doing? <laughs> like, if I'm a Georgia Tech fan, Woo! I'm mad at Haynes King because Haynes King has won you games, but he's also single-handedly lost them for you as well. But I'm um, showing that throw by Castel Castellanos. Yeah, it's bananas. Like just, it's like a and one mixtape throw. Like everybody talks about Pat Mahomes. Watch my guy. He's scrambling. He's running out of bounds. Just throws that bitch. I don't even know how he saw him. Just boom, boom, boom. Throw to the right. I don't know. Like. I'm gonna be honest with you. His core has to be on fire. Yeah. Like those are the that those are the things that make you pull like oblique muscles, because your body's not supposed to do that. They play the last game of the season in Boston. So that weather going to be, who knows what that weather is going to be. Um, what, what does it say? We over an hour, right? We are one five. Oh, shit. All right. Damn it. I'll end with this again. Jags won on Thursday. So we didn't have our Friday show because I was kicking it with Jack. So sorry about that. We'll make up for it somehow or not. I don't know. But the Jags beat the Saints in New Orleans. Um, they'll play Pittsburgh um, this coming weekend, and then they'll have a much-needed break. Um, you know, so that'd be cool. Jags fans, we got to stop getting so pissy when people talk about Trevor. It is genuine critique, okay? Like, it. Trevor hasn't, this year, Trevor hasn't had his best performance. And what I mean, and what happened was Richard Sherman basically said he's not good. And Press Taylor kind of fucked it up. Like, the Jacks were beating the brakes off the Saints. And all they needed to do was score once, like, just to end the game, right? And they couldn't. Until toward the end, the running game got going a little bit more. But, like, Press Taylor did not call a good um, second half. And the Jags, like, just for perspective, the Saints scored nine points in three in the first three quarters. Then they scored 15 to tie the game up 24 to 24. All the Jags needed was that if the Jags had to come down and drive and score on the drive, and then the Saints were about to score again, but, like, you got to save the defense. You got to bail them out. Trevor Lawrence was 20 for 29, 204 yards, passing one touchdown. He did some good, some gutsy things with his legs. You know, we know he had a bad ankle or sprained knee or something like that. Trevor Lawrence completed two passes in an entire second half. When stuff like that happens, guys, national pundits are going to critique them. But I know a lot of people have been kind of, you know, <clears throat> you've had guys who say he's not even a top top 20 quarterback that's over it it's but he doesn't deserve praise right now 
He's looked good running it. He just doesn't. He's, they're not catching it. They're not. They aren't doing what folks expected them to do with the um, with what they've had. But that being said, as I said on the news last night, Jags are five and two. The Jags are five and two. Should be six and one because they had a very winnable. The only game they they absolutely got crushed was by the Texans. Let me see where they rank it because um, in the division, the standings, because they're in firm control of the the standings right now. They have a two game lead, um, but actually one and a half games because the Texans technically own the tiebreaker and the Jags will play one more game than Houston right now. All they have to they've swept Indy. They need to win against Houston. Basically, what I what I account for this is I think if you win nine games, you're in the playoffs. Ten definitely gets you in the playoffs, right? So the Jags right now are five and two. They have ten more games. They have to all they have to do is win five of their next ten. And they're in the playoffs. And Trevor Lawrence hasn't played his best game. Travis Etienne has been playing exponentially better. And those are things to be able to take take pride in. You just got to keep producing. Um, as Kirk Herbstreet told a, a, um, a fan of um, Ohio State who got mad that Florida State was ranked higher than them, just fucking win. And it all takes care of itself. So appreciate everybody for chopping it up with me um, on this Monday, Victory Monday. Make sure you go push the like button. Um, get those likes up. Make sure if you go back throughout and saw some stuff that you like, feel free to chop it up, share it um, on your on your social medias. Got to continue to grow the channel. Um, we will have um, film breakdown at one o'clock today. Um, so make sure you go check out if you're a make, if you're not a member, please go consider becoming a member. It's for members to watch it live on the Streamyard with me. Um, it'll be in the community portion of YouTube, so you'll see the link. Um, you can watch it, ask questions as we go along. Um, we will have, again, we'll have our Gator Bowl update this week on coming up Thursday. We will have our next show on Wednesday. There's no giveaway because there's no home game. Um, Thursday, we will have our breakdown of Wake Forest. I have no clue what Wake Forest looks like right now. And um, we will hopefully be having some of the content from Homecoming with Jack um, live premiering um, this week as well. So, um, you guys get a chance to see what Jack's, Jack's days were like at Florida State. So we'll, it'll be um, a fun little journey there um, that you guys could take with me. Um, right now we are at 3,100 um, sub-subscribers. So we'd love to get this bad boy up to 4,000. Um, once we get to 4,000, we will give away the $400. Um, once we get to, if we get to 5,000 before November 11th, we will give away two the money and two pairs of tickets to the um, FSU UM game. And starting in November, we will be giving away total VIP experience packages to the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl. Um, we have a certain amount that we'll be giving away um, just for people who are listening to the show. We'll give you time to be able to plan the trip if you're interested in going to it. Um, if not, if we're at a certain, you know, if we're at 5,000, we'll definitely be giving away a good amount of those. So the, the goal is to get people to have unique sports experiences. With those trips, you get access to um, the the buffet um, inside of the, um, I forgot what it's called, Terrace Suites, I believe that's what it is. 
and you know you have good tickets parking all kinds of shit so um on that note appreciate you guys for um chopping it up with me and as always we'll see you next time